0: and try and and understand and manipulate a situation no you're the one with dementia mate I'm not the one with, with just foggy brain right now yeah it's not just foggy brain you've got yeah. something more going on so let's not do this so my mouth has very um snappy and I will tell people where to go how to get there when to do it how quickly to do it and I'll buy you a ticket mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I love it because isn't that the freedom that you now find that I I, I don't I can't speak for everybody else but this is something that I am now getting to it's like all of a sudden I'm like where was that before where was it that I cared so much um, of not talking about hurting somebody's feelings but I had to look back and think I can't make myself unhappy anymore I'm making myself unhappy so I'm now this is taking off so I'm wearing half a mask I'm wearing half of this mask I want to be 18 again and the other half is saying girl you're going into 15 you're getting menopausal get get with the grip now I'm going to say this because I know there's other women that with the reason why some women don't speak about it um, but this is my truth I didn't understand it I just associated it with getting old I don't want to be you know I don't want to have weight I don't know you you know it's like I need to stay that size 12 and how dare nature do this to me how dare how the things I ask myself is how did I not see this coming how did I not know this was coming and what I had to do I literally took photos out and I'm again I'm speaking quite differently from you lot I took photos out and start charting back to 2016 2015 and looking and going did my bum grow then and then I started looking but I still had flat boobies and then I'm like but how come I uh, wait you know that's how bad it started to get it's starting to get because I'm now looking at the check my when the changes started but I just thought hey it's just
2: but Valerie, what changes if there wasn't a chart, if there wasn't any kind of text or information that said this is what's going to happen to you when you hit menopause or premenopause, then we wouldn't become hyperconscious and hypercritical, there you go. charting yeah. everything, looking for every little thing. Um, I had I had a client and this is when I tried to tell her, the power of the medical society's words, they're spellbounding. They told her that she had a sickle cell. So she came to me for herbs for sickle cell. And I suspected that she didn't have sickle cell because you don't catch sickle cell like that.
1: No, you're you're born born with it. You're born with
2: it. That's absolutely right. It doesn't sound right. I said, maybe you need to go and get another blood test. Anyway, she didn't trust the doctor. So she paid 200 pounds, had a private blood test. Um, It came back, she did not have um any sicker cell at all and she absolutely believed she did plus they said something about hiv when she had the private um blood test done none of those things came up so sometimes the the the, the medical doctors they can say stuff um to you like i've got a lady who's who's lost her breast she had her breast taken off um uh, it was cut off and the words that the doctors had said to her that we think it's spread into the liver, but we're not really sure. Then, If you're not really sure, then why not not say anything to her? Because she's carrying that around in her head now, that, oh, it's gone into the liver, you know, I'm going to get worse. But they're not sure, but we think it has, but we're not sure. The medical doctors, their words are very spellbounding because they're very powerful. People take them like they're almost gods. So if there wasn't this checklist, we wouldn't have to be tracing all of these things that, oh, I've got this, oh, I've got that. And then we start criticising ourselves. Now, the reason why when we get to this side of life, why we can be the way we are, more relaxed in how we are, is because we're no longer under society's gaze. They're only interested in us from when we are teenagers till maybe when we come to our what, late 30s, maybe late 30s. Other than that, you're over the hill. So they don't really care what we do or, or we don't care or we get to that point of not caring of what they think now because, you know, you're over the hill now. So you're, you're more relaxed in your body. Well, I am. I'm more relaxed in my body, you know. I don't wear underwire bras no more. They're damaging. Yeah. So yeah. I, let, I let my breasts hang where they may. They feel very comfortable here. Yeah. I wear a little, you know, the little loose bras with no yeah. wire on And I've never felt so comfortable in all my life. They just hang where they are. They feel great. I don't have the pull. You know, the tightness here, the tightness under here, and and the wire in itself. When I when when we did a a module on the lymphatic system, so the wire in the underwire bra, when it presses up against your your under your breast. You've got a whole row of lymphatic nodules that live under there. So when it presses against it, it cuts off your lymphatic system. Mm. And then That's I found true. that it's particularly dangerous. So you come to this site, you know, you feel a bit freer. Yeah. You feel no, a bit that, more, you more, bit more freer in yourself. You feel more relaxed in yourself. And, mm. and you're, you're a little bit like, well, I don't give a damn now. So just like it's, Alicia, it's like, well, what yeah. the hell? And you're a bit more vocal. And not only
0: that, I've actually, you know, last year when I was really going through the hot flush situation, especially during the summertime. Um, it, I just didn't know what it was I didn't know whether it was the, the sun that was making me warm or whatever but I'd be on a zoom call or I'd be on something can I explain to some of the women on there especially like forgive me if my camera flicks off yeah it's, it's not intentional it's not because I don't want to be part of it it's because in that moment I have to take everything off mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if I could take off my skin if I could take you off my, that, eyebrows, yeah. my eyelashes if I could yeah. take off my lips I will take warm. everything off. Yeah. I go put it in the fridge, yeah. and then quickly yeah. put it cool. in the oven because I go from ninety-five degrees to minus four, and then I'm shriveling like this. And then I'm like, okay, because the clothes are wet now, so I'm cold. I've got to take them off. Let's like, wipe the body down. Get the, like, so people don't, <laughs> And then in between all of that, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I needed to go to the toilet. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally how I am. I could be having conversations, I'm on three different Zooms, and then someone and then panic. So don't ask me to do more than one thing at once right about now, because my brain oh. literally breathing, blinking, yeah. talking is about as much as my body can cope with at once. If you ask me to go across the room and walk at the same time, complete meltdown. Yeah. Do don't ask me to do that right now. So I'm in that space where I'll be talking to people and all of a sudden in the background, they can hear, <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? Now try to hide it underneath the fix so no one can see it. And then not only that, when I'm sitting on a zoom, I'm so glad that you only need to see head and shoulders because the majority of the time, the rest of the clothes are <laughs> <right at me. laughs> nothing below the, there's nothing below the waist. Like, um, <laughs> there's that's nothing- that's I've had to wear a different colour headscarves because I could sitting here and then all of a sudden you see this thick patch of sweat just appear across the headscarf and I'm like, oh, wow. I hope nobody can see that, I hope nobody oh, can no, see have no, no. just got to that stage now, I'm just like, I'm sorry people, I'm dying, t-shirts coming off, headscarves yeah. coming off. If you don't, don't yeah. want to see a strip show, go and tune into somebody else, but right now I'm hot, my yeah. body needs
1: air and that's what I'm giving it. I'm it. <laughs> <going for that. laughs> I'll you, Alicia, you are brilliant you just kept it so real because you know yeah. the worst thing is well I, I don't know about you guys I find that I sit there half the time and I'm thinking no one can see me and I'm doing that <laughs> Yeah, they can. and I'm doing that and then I you know I, I found one of the things doing the talk show and you've got this massive big ring of light I don't know about you guys but I have like two sets of lights so that Everything, you know, because I'm in a dark room mm. and the light highlights the sweat. Yeah.
2: And right, so sometimes room. I'm
1: bending down, I'm talking to someone. I said, oh, bear with me a second. And the flannel's down there. And, I <laughs> and then I have to come back up and produce myself like, yes, oh my God. And, and I started to become so paranoid about it.
3: Mm. And it's
1: only recently I just thought, do you know what? I, I don't wear makeup, so I'll tell you what, I don't really care. This hmm. is it for me. I'm trying to get a message out, whether it be menopause, uh, you know, sick sickle cell, you name it, whatever. Um, but I'm gonna keep wiping. I'm gonna keep wiping <coughs> yeah. and it's me. And yeah. it's just, and stop feeling bad about it because yeah. I can't, apart from put the ice cubes on my face and my head and my armpits, I can't do anything about it. So it's mm-hmm. either that or i stop doing these shows. Yeah. because. Yeah. I'm too, because vanity is, does that make sense? Yeah. Vanity I mean, what I is did, I... time, something Sorry? really
0: simple. You know that the ring lights have got three settings. Yes. Right. So what yes. I did that actually stops me from sweating as much or from it showing. You know, you've got the white light, mm-hmm. then you've got kind of a softer glow light. Yeah. So yeah. what I now do is on so Have you noticed? I look slightly. You know look kind of glowy in here so it's on a soft glow and I've got a nice little lamp way over there so I've kind of moved the heat of the light further away from me because literally I'm surprised that it took me this long to only have one hot flash. I've gone nearly a whole two hours <laughs> without yes. Yes. actually yes. breaking out in a sweat wow. so I'm gonna put rising. it down
1: it is but embarrassing. I mean, Lauren, life. I don't know. It it, it it really, really is embarrassing. Now, my sister, you know, God, I don't think I don't know if she's online or everything like that. <laughs> and I'm going to ask Lauren if she ex- experienced that. And yes, Linda, it can you can relate to the sweating. And I promise you, I will put that thing up again, um, which we did earlier, because I know that. Um, uh the lovely leisha has to leave us very soon but um you know so i want to make sure that i get enough out of her and cut you know and then continue on because we you know this ain't finished until i get to the end of what you guys have got to share Do uh, you know what i mean but lauren i just want to ask you did you go through all that sweats you just said you did and you know your coping mechanism and the sweating and wringing out the t-shirts and everything yeah. else you know what else is there, ladies, that you had to comprehend apart from the sweating? Because I know that is the worst. The night sweating. Sorry.
3: Yeah, the nighttime stuff was just towel after towel after towel after towel. If I got a day sweat, which didn't happen very often, I mean, I've got the thinnest, finest, straightest hair in the planet. It doesn't take much for it to look like that, right? So one hot sweat. i'm here and i remember having to go into a board meeting to speak to the ceo of the company i worked for and it was a really big meeting and i was presenting something that he did not agree with at all and i remember being really suddenly i didn't get hot i got freezing shivering cold Your regulatory systems normally got you don't get hot till up there you don't get cold down here and when your estrogen levels and progesterone levels are doing the hokey kokey and not inviting you to the party, the rightly system gets about that broad. Yeah. So you get hot really quickly and cold really quickly. So I would do things like, I'm big, big into kayaking, so I'd be on the river with someone in the kayak in front of me, four or five hours, you'd think nice and warm, right? 19 degrees, the sun shining, beautiful day, watching the world go by. And we get along and I start to to shake. And my my the guy in the front of the boat would be like, Can you stop shaking? I'm going, ha, 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 ha. Really? My brain wouldn't communicate with my hands to carry on paddling. So he had to do most of the work to get us back. And then nineteen degrees Celsius. And I you're be- freezing. I'm freezing. I had hypothermia. Yeah. I couldn't get out of the boat. He had to go and get help to get people, two people to hold the kayak and then physically lift me up and out and put me into my car, get me a hot tea and an emergency blanket. And it took over three hours to get my body temperature back up. So I, I struggled for about three or four years of just when I did the Brighton Marathon in 2014, 14 degrees. I've been running for 15 miles. Well, when I say running, jog walking for 15 miles. And I had to go and get a space blanket to do the last 11 miles because I was freezing
1: today. So it's a different extreme, isn't it? Yeah. So, you, yeah. know, you know, again, I don't know if Jennifer can relate to that, but you know, we do have that sweat where you've got the freezing cold. You know, because one minute I can have everything on yeah. and the next minute I have to just off. throw across the room yeah, no, and right. I don't get it. You know, it's when you're out and you're in front of people as well and you just you know i think lockdown for people in menopause lockdown has been brilliant (laughs) right because you don't have to face anybody you don't have to have those meetings you can have that meeting on your zoom and switch because you can wipe that sweat but apart from the sweats we i'm going to come you know i'm going to come back to the food because i said Just quickly, before you go, um, Leisha, I want to talk about loss of libido and the signs of loss of libido. So we've talked about the sweats, the things that can happen, your bladder. I want to just get that before you run out through the door, because apart from that, we haven't, you know, we want to talk about the men, how we need to speak to the men let them know how we deal with the menopause for people who are in a relationship or for single people in a relate in a relationship <clears throat> how are you going to cope so let's start with that question i just asked libido so, libido Los um, libido
0: my one has never really changed really um it doesn't appear to have however i have been technically single since 2012 saw a couple of people between now and then but i've actually been celibate for nearly three years um That wasn't because of the menopause. Um, It was a personal choice. Choice. Yeah, I needed my body to just be it, do it. Yeah, it was just, I didn't want to be invaded by any, that's the word I use, invaded by a man. Um, But what it has enabled me to do, it sounds really weird. I just know myself a lot better. Let's just say that. Um, I make sure there's a constant supply of batteries. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't, I just Yeah, I don't suffer with any sort of vaginal dryness or anything like that. Um, it's the right, it's the right stimulation. Okay, so that's one thing that I, 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 when I started watching porn, I'm not something that I'm proud of, but I needed to figure out what stimulated me.
1: No, or, but we want to hear that. Yeah, but that's, that's
0: what got, got my flowing. It wasn't yeah. I'm not going to describe what I was watching because that's too weird. But if you know there's 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 porn especially made for women, should we say, which is a little bit different. Um, but yes, yeah, it explore the part of your brain that gets turned on and how it gets turned on, because once you start to figure out what happens up there, the rest of it follows anyway. So I'm a sapio-sexual, so if a man yeah. stimulates my brain. The rest of it will naturally go. So I worked on that prior anyway. I knew that about myself prior to menopause, so now that's what I hang on to. If I can find someone who is actually going to stimulate or something that stimulates the juices up there, then the rest of the juices know what to do.
1: That's true. And on that note, I know you've got to go, but we're going to continue on that because there's questions that was asked of me, lots of libido. Will it come back? And they wanted to, you know, which I'm, well, I'd am i love. Mean, I know you've got to go. Which I'm do going you to ask.
0: remember Laura that song by, um, you know by Right Said Fred? I think he was like, um, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Yeah. Or, I'm too sexy for like, literally that's where I'm at at the moment. I'm too sexy for a man to even touch me. That is how sexy I feel that my body is for me, and I want to get to know it before I allow anybody else to touch it yeah,
1: again. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, I'm too sexy. On that note, right everybody, <laughs> will be back with me in a couple of weeks to do a one to one. She's got to go. Love. Please, everybody, please say any hearts up. Actually, I'm not even looking please on. Be that, I'll be in to touch with both of I you. Can't I've learned so
0: much. I have learned so much. Detoxing. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. I've, I've, I've found my menopause sisters, if that makes sense. Yes. It like, oh,
1: found a family. Absolutely, absolutely. Please, everybody. I know anyone that's in the chat room. I think um, on the uh, um, in the i can't see i'm not looking on my page but anyone put some hearts up in the page leisha has got to leave us we're going to continue but i want to thank you thank you thank you she will be back with me in a couple of weeks uh we're doing a little one-to-one on instagram so look out for her talking about natural energy and everything else thank you so much and i have to big up to um literally to um for oh god rihanna for actually introducing you to me. And I mean, I knew we were friends, but she highly spoke of you and it was well worth the conversation. So, you know, ladies, please tell her bye. Lots of hearts up to Leisha. Thank see you soon, my darling. Thank I'll you, see for you for you all later. of those
0: of you who jumped on for after I shared the link as well. So Miss shoulds Carol, Natasha um, Vigil, love you all. Thank you so much. And Janetti, who was on at the beginning. Thank you so much. And Absolutely. we will definitely catch
1: up real soon. Yes, we definitely will. God bless you. Speak to you later. Okay, we're gonna go back into we were saying, which is loss of libido. People don't, you know, women have decided realize that they've lost they're ashamed of themselves, they become emotional, they don't feel sexy anymore. Um, there is no you know, we will go with the vaginal dryness. Um, you'll find that you, some women have odors. They start realizing that they have, you know, uh, uh, was it um, bacterial vaginosis? Um, their oxygen levels go down. Um, these are all the things that libido will, symptoms towards the libido. Can you offer up any information on that, Lauren, before I come to um, Jennifer? What have you come across with the women that you've dealt with and what can you offer to people about Yeah. That?
3: I mean, I, I do a lot of work on lifestyle factors, so there's a lot of crossover with the work that we do. Mm-hmm. But a big part of what I do is also mindset. And at the end of the day, you do have to get to know yourself. And I partner with companies that do vaginal lubricants, vaginal dryness, sex toys, all sorts of different things. So, you know, I have got a cupboard full of everything that you can possibly imagine.
1: I so, your
3: 15-year-old standout look. So. oh he knows he knows more about this stuff than i do i mean we, we've talked about everything so i don't think there's anything that i've got that he doesn't know what it is and what it does so yeah, yeah there's no secrets in this household that's for sure um but i think you know i unfortunately i will get a lot of people come to me when they haven't had any sex or they haven't been intimate in any way for a number of years they've got severe uh, vaginal atrophy and dryness and actually that's just it's criminal it's criminal that women can get to that point and it terrifies me because if you think about little old ladies in a home who have been struggling for years and they can't even sit down without being in pain go to the toilet or they're leaking and they've got cracked skin and you know when when people go into these places they might talk about what medicines are they own on or what clothes do they wear but they don't ask about their intimate health so you've got you know and you just sort of think geez you god forbid that ever happens to anyone that I know so lubrication moisturize your face moisturize down below using the right lubricants making sure of vagina moisturizers vagina lubricants using lubrication whether you're on your own or with with a partner or you're you know playing with toys whatever you're doing if that's still, if you're still struggling and or you haven't been intimate for a long time, then, you know, there's lots of different um dilators and all sorts of vibrators, you know, from like literally from pinky size that you can start to explore and start to play with and just gradually, gradually, gradually start to move back towards. But it's this as well. It's so important to get in tune with your own body, with you and your partner to talk if you're in a relationship. Yeah. and I think that you know, the other thing is much as people are anti-HRT, having a local, I mean, I'm speaking as a well-educated lay person, not as a doctor, but there is local estrogen. So things like badgefem and estring, So VagFem is where you can put a little pellet up inside two or three times a week, depending on your requirements. Unfortunately, you have to use it for keeps, but it does the trick. Or there's a thing called S-string, which is like a little rubber ring that can go up inside, same localized estrogen. it's not HRT, and then that you replace that every three months. And for lots of women, I mean I spoke to a woman who was 74, 75 recently, and just started struggling with leakage, started struggling with dryness, you know, had been sexually active all her life until the last year or so, was too embarrassed to go and ask for help. I got the doctor from my team to to have a com- you know have a conversation with her and guide her how to have a conversation with her own doctor. She got badge fem and within three weeks was back to normal.
1: Oh really? So
3: you know there is a there is a there there's pros and cons for different types of you know integrative medicine or functional medicine or traditional medicine, but you know I know that I sure as heck wouldn't want to live my life without being able to have that type of pleasure. So um i'm really into just sharing what's available and having people make their personal choice about what works for them but the mind is such a powerful tool and if you can master your own mindset then then you're a long way down the road
1: jennifer have you got anything to add on that because as i said loss (coughs) of your can be so many different things you know because you have as i said you've got the bacterial vaginosis which Mm. after a while you don't want even if you're single and you want to start dating and you're going to have this going on you're not going to want to meet anybody and emotionally you start to not liking yourself you lose confidence you become you know um, emotionally um, uh, stressed and i think i've got a couple of um, things i think i'm hoping i can see in what order did i put it so here are the symptoms that you can have which is the fatigue the emotional distress and you know become anxious not feeling sexy you start to feel ashamed loss of confidence and low oxytocin you know and a lot of people don't even know know what you know oxytocin is you know what can you shed of all of that that i've just put there um jennifer
2: um when it comes to loss of libido let's go to rational dryness okay So the vagina is a very wet sort of moist area and the walls or the lining of the vagina is made up of um, what we call smooth muscle. Um, And it depends on what you're eating, depends on what you're cooking your foods in. Um, I'm gonna talk about the oils a lot of oils that we fry and cook our foods in a lot of the oils in the supermarket are rancid and when you use old rancid oils in your cooking um and you take them inside your body uh what happens is i'm not going to get too technical but it's a thing called phospholipids inside the body and so when those rancid oils go inside the body they have a way of stripping Away the, mute, the um, smooth muscle. Yeah, and they affect the tendons and they affect the ligaments and they can make them very uh, slack, loose. Slack. Yes, yeah. loose. yes, yes. Um, and some some ladies don't tend to have uh, any feeling because their vaginal canal um, and the muscles in there can be very slack. And that is down to well, whether or not they're doing key to muscle exercises, pelvic floor exercises, but sometimes it's to do with the foods. Um, and some a lot of the times it's to do with the quality of the oils um, that we're actually taking on board. Now with the, um, I had a client who's 46. She hadn't had a period uh, for 18 months. She had an ectopic pregnancy lost the baby um, in, in the tube I don't think they removed the tube but she had a lot of scarring so she had a blocked fallopian tube so she came to me and um, told me about this so what I did and uh, she also had a lot of vaginal dryness she couldn't have be intimate with her husband it was just too painful it was causing tension between her and her husband because he wasn't believing her. Yeah. So um, they were having fights and things like that. So she was my mother's carer actually. And that's how she found out that I was a herbalist because some of my clients came to my home to pick up their pick up their formulas. She asked me what I do, I told her. So she told me her story, I made her a formula. And um, she began to feel some warmth in her left side of her body. So I said, well, go and find out what what part what one of your tubes was blocked it was the left one now wherever heat goes blood will flow so immediately she started to get a nice warm feeling there then about a few weeks after that she came back to me and i made her up a blend for vaginal dryness within two months of taking that she rang me up excited telling me that her knickers are wet
1: (laughs) sorry i got a laugh. (laughs) sorry Come on, Valerie, we're not in school now. Behave yourself. It's yeah. so exciting.
2: She was so excited. She said, my knickers are red.
1: <laughs> and that's a big thing. That's a big
2: we're deal. for her. So I was like, oh, my God, your husband's going to be, you know, you and your husband is going to be great. Now. So anyway. <laughs> and then about three months after being on that formula, her period came. Wow. So, Now she's going to try for a baby. Whether or not she gets pregnant, we'll have to wait and see. So because um, there's a thing in in herbalism that we call um, that the womb is cold or the womb is dry. So if your womb is cold, no activity is going to happen down there. So you're you're not going to feel desire. You're not going to connect with that sexual desire um, because the womb, the vagina, it needs to be warm and moist. I've got a couple of ladies whose womb is dry. It's so dry that they have missing periods. Um, they have periods that go missing for months on end, and then they come back and then they go missing. And, but there are herbs that you can take that will cause moisture and mucilage in the vagina area, in the womb area, which is where you got need here. it to be. Yeah. So there are, wo- there, there are herbs that will tighten the womb tighten the bladder so you don't have leakage um for those ladies that have leakage if they cough they're leaking there are are herbs that can be taken that will tighten up the in the um, walls of the womb and the bladder because the muscle integrity has gone it's 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 like flabby it's slack and that's because of the foods that we're eating, the oils that we're cooking in, the takeaway yep. foods, because they don't always cook their their foods in the best oils. They're cooking it in the cheap vegetable oils. Yep. And those oils are rancid oils. So yep. and sometimes they don't even change the oils like in, in a chip shop. They might be using the oil, the same oil over and over again, yep. taking those oils into our bodies. Mm. And um, it's messing with the ecology of the body. And for women, that's where we get a lot of those problems.
1: Um, it's funny you should say that because, you know, in all the research that I had to do prior to doing this show and speaking to you both, you know, and Alicia that she's gone, um, they, you know, no one's covered that. Does that make sense? Covered like what, what? You've just said, Lawrence, saying that, you know, there's certain oils. All they're saying is, mm. is things like yes you can have vaginal dryness and these are symptoms that I'm sure some women will identify mm. which is you'll have thrush you'll have cystitis you'll have you know pelvic pain you'll have the odor and the smells and then you've got the uncommon side effects which people are saying that not people you know the 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 uh, medical council mm. uh, would say it's the decrease of the mucus in the vagina because it becomes thin and it, the, the, ah. el- the elasticity hmm. um, as you just said, which is exactly what you were just saying, hmm. and these are the things that I picked up so so when you, you have that de- the decreasing of the you know the estrogen, hmm. which is there to keep that muscle all tight. Hmm they're asking you to use like certain oil supplements like sea buckthorn oil Mm -hmm. and so that's what i'm asking is that the sort of things that you or lauren would tell people to use they've also suggested using things like um, i believe that coconut oil is one of the best the greatest healer Me personally, if you can get the best coconut oil it's a great lubricant Mm -hmm. but they're saying that you should take things like st john's st john's waltz Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be very very good because it not only deals with that it deals with sciatica it does with the muscles so it allows you to relax, relax. because if you've got you have would not sorry sorry
2: so you would, wouldn't use St John's Wort for that because well, if you're if you're looking to tighten you don't want St John's Wort. St John's Wort is a nervine and a relaxant.
1: So that's, what I, that's what I mean. It's a relaxant. It's to yeah. Relax you
2: don't it. want to use that if you want to tighten uh, the vaginal area or tighten the womb or the bladder, any muscle that you want to tighten, you won't use St John's Wort. So John, apart
1: from the pelvic floor muscles, mm. what apart from the you know the herbs that you would be, if someone had to go to a, you know a homeopath, mm. they're going to offer them something like, as I said, sea buckthorn oil or things like that. That what is good. Is, is but, it really? But it's
2: not good for everyone. Just because we've all got vaginas, it doesn't mean that all of our vaginas are the same and sea buckthorn oil is going to be great for all of our vaginas now you no. answer my question you there want. you go yes and that's why this, this this is why it's important to have a consultation and uh, when i when when people go onto my site sometimes they'll see how much i charge for a consultation and they they won't bother because they go, oh, cool. well i can go to my doctor and talk to my doctor for 10 minutes and the doctor's not going to ask you much but when you have a consultation um i i've got a consultation you fill out a form i go very deep i need to know your bathroom habits i need to know what your poo looks like i need to see your fingers i need to see your eyes your tongue your teeth i need to look at all those things because it tells me every part of you gives me a story every part of you so i'm an energetic herbal alchemist meaning i have to find out what is the energies the energetics of your tissues of your of your body state your constitution so i can match you with the right herb i yeah. don't throw out herbs oh use st john's walk for this and that no st john's walk will relax your your that area even more because it's, it's a relaxant, it's a nerving it's there to relax you when you're agitated or when you've got anxiety Agitating so but then why would they so there's women so there's these
1: women who are very anxious they're uptight they're you know these are the women that have been in the same relationship with someone they don't know how to relate to their man and say you know, I'm having a bad day, I'm emotional, I don't like myself anymore. Um, you know, I'm not feeling sex because after going to work all day, or even if you're the one that stays at home, you probably had two or three kids or five kids. You don't you don't know, but you've got you know a high flying job like yourself, um, Lauren, you know, and yourself, Jack, and you come home and here you are, your partner wants to touch you, and you
2: do not want to be touched. Your you have partner to get into, to, you've got to get into your feminine work the work area is a masculine environment you how the how is going to be huge because women are not conditioned to be in their feminine they're conditioned to be in their masculine and when you're at work and you're used to if you're the boss say or if you're in a position of power over men some women don't know how to trigger that off turn it off come home i say to women i'm not an expert on this but what i would do come home have a bath put on clothes is very important materials are very important when it comes to the feminine. you want something flowy and something nice and soft doesn't have to be low cut it doesn't have to be sexy. it just has to feel good on your body and change your energy because women who come to me one of my questions is do you wear trousers all day? they find that a very strange question. Well, if you're in trousers all day and then you come home and then you're still in trousers all day, that trousers is a masculine energy. And we all have masculine energy and we all have um, feminine energy, men and women. But you have to know when to trigger from one to the other, especially if you're in a relationship. You're going to have to physically learn how to become feminine because the feminine energy is not revered. Masculine energy is revered and it's put on a pedestal and that's the only place that, that um, certain uh, men want women to believe. That's the only place you can get respect and power. You've got to be in your masculine. And then it ruins relationships and it also has an impact on your body because your body is a female. It's feminine and we don't know how to relate to our own selves. So we're not going to be able to relate to our partners. They're going wow. part our cues. If we don't know how to be, they're looking yeah. at us to learn how to treat us. We don't know how to treat ourselves. We're looking at them. Well, you should treat me better. But they don't know how because they haven't had a demonstration of how to treat a woman in a certain way. So you're going round and round in circles.
1: Very. And this, this is where the next point I was going to come to. Because how do you have that conversation wow. with your partner when you you're married? Laurie, what were you going to say? You can. I mean,
3: that's, I think that, you know, point well made. The fact is that we're brought up in society, like nowadays, we're brought up to, well, I was brought up during Maggie Thatcher's years, so it was all for one and one for all, wasn't it? Yeah. And, you know, with that in mind, we started, in many ways, we've created A lot for ourselves. We're working longer and later into life. We're holding more senior roles. We're we're running our own businesses. We're doing lots of great things, but we're doing it with the backdrop of that masculine energy. We're doing when we go into an office. An office is a square box that we go into, and we fit ourselves into it, and we dress ourselves for it, and we behave in a way that becomes socially acceptable. So we end up like this kind of rigid thing, and wonder why we get headaches and sore shoulders, and we get aches and pains and we we, we, we are, we're out of touch and then we can't wind down and then yeah. as soon as the holiday's coming up we get sick for four days before we go on holiday because our finally our body is running right? right yeah. and then yeah. the, the 11th day of the 14 days off work suddenly we relax ah. and then go back to work yeah and so because this is so is the, of the
1: body doesn't get time it ah. doesn't get time and but you've got the partners so i'm gonna I, I have to touch on that because there was i'm gonna show you this let me show you this you know i want to show you this is what some men think what menopause is that this is a question that was up to some There's two different types of menopause <laughs> all i know is that it's the change
3: I think it has to do with the hormones. Menopause is when you're ovulating? No, that's probably not right. I think it's when you stop getting your period. Menopause is when when women of a certain age lose
1: estrogen levels.
2: And they are no longer, what,
1: reproductively viable anymore? Is that a word? Or like they're out of eggs.
2: Did not know there's another part of menopause. Nope. I don't know what that is either.
0: Well, let's break down the word. What does period I don't know what "peri" means. If you had it before like the age of 30, maybe like if you had it at 20 or 15. Maybe
1: you get menopause a second time?
2: I don't know, I don't know. Uh, early stage menopause.
1: Maybe they're having symptoms of a menopause and they're actually not menopausal. Oh, hot flashes happen during menopause, I thought.
0: A woman is on her period
2: and she gets too exhausted. It's like when you just get hot all of a sudden. And it's just, it's like unbearable. Oh, uh, oh, uh hot flash. Hot flashes. Uh. Maybe they're moody, moodiness. Fluctuation of mood, dizziness. Lighter periods, I wanna say, or maybe less periods. Weakness in the lower body.
0: <laughs> Dry mouth.
2: Anxiety. Hunger. Decreased bone
1: density, hair loss, uh, lack of appetite. I just watched a documentary, so I know that. Do you see what men say? Yeah. You know what I mean. They don't. They, they. That's all they know. But they. No one. You know. When you. I tried. I went online specifically, and I listened. That was the only thing I could pick out out of a two-day research wow. of trying to speak to men to ask them what was it like living with a woman with menopause
2: mm-hmm.
1: or do you know what menopause in a woman is what do you look for and men they oh my god look look at Lauren showing <laughs> and exactly and men it's either they don't want to accept what menopause is like. The women, if men are having the problem, it's because the women aren't talking about it. And so this is this is what one man said. They're not telling us. We just know what some we've heard be, women talk about. Not true. It, well, so, I'm just I'm just telling you so my my conversations. I'm um, only giving you because everyone lives in different ways. Lauren, what was you going to say? So, so that pile of paper, I didn't realize I was
3: on mute. That's
1: 150 interviews with men. <gasps> I I've, I need to see that because, and again, are they English or were they American? A combination and Canadian. Okay. Because yeah. in England, I don't know if it's because it's the old, oh, the, you know, the, we have the big stiff upper lip in you know, England sort of thing. And it's mm. taboo for, and this is black and white. This is not a colour thing. This mm. is just what happens. I okay? Men I are must- not sorry go on
3: yeah no i mean i have men reaching out to me all the time asking about menopause asking what it is how they can help their wives what they need to do to fix it i'm yeah. going that's where you're going wrong yeah we're not asking you to fix it we don't want you to fix it we want you to be there and to listen Yeah. right this is the one time in a man's life where men are from mars and women are from venus we really need you to go in your cave and do your thing while we're sorting ourselves out when we can peel those onion layers off that we've put on ourselves, we can take off the mask, not half the mask, the whole mask and yeah. we can tap back into ourselves and we can learn how to talk about this thing and figure out the fact that we are women, then I mean it was the hardest thing for me to do, it was the biggest, hardest lesson, I've been in you know, financially independent all my adult life, I have always worked, I've always put a roof over my head, I had no concept of what this femininity thing was I've no clue. I knew how to get dressed up. I knew how, you know, I could do the hair and the makeup and wear the heels and do all that stuff. But that was putting another mask on. That wasn't maybe me. That's taken me the last seven years to really figure out. And but that's the
1: thing. That's we wear a mask. We wear this mask because we need the men to still see us as these beautiful, dressed up, no issues with it, and we're not doing that. We're not sharing with them and saying, this is how, do you know? Because we don't know how to, but that's the whole
3: point. We don't know how to speak about, we don't understand. So in every survey I've done in the last seven years, every single survey, between 82 and 96% of women don't know what menopause is really. And I've got no clue how it's going to impact them. Yeah, 82 to 96 percent of women, thousands and
1: thousands and thousands of women that have surveyed, and that's that's amazing because some women think that menopause is oh, it's just that you know you've got to be 50. Did you not hear a man just say, oh, it's Uh when you're 50, when you're old? But whereas menopause, I've got a video of a woman who was 28 years old. And she was having the hot hot flushes and she was telling her mum she's having the hot flushes. And her mum is going, no way, you know, 28. Now, you know, there's nothing wrong with her menstrual cycle or anything like that. But luckily, she was able to mention that to her mother. But when she went to the GP, he was telling her, no, you're not in the menopause. And then as she got to 30, 28, she got to 32, that's when they realised she's in menopause you know there's another girl who had um uh she had you know she had to have her ovaries removed at the age of 30 so i'm bringing these things up because people of you know who are watching this show need to understand menopause is not about getting old menopause is oestrogen levels drop you can have low estrogen levels because of lack of you know oestrogen um, lack of um uh, vitamin d there's all these other things i think i did make i did write it down you know the decrease of of oestrogen why you what you will have it's not an age thing yeah and this is what we want everyone to understand. Yeah. Do not sit there and think, oh, I'm 48 years old. Okay. I have not got any symptoms and I don't have any hot flushes. And I don't, you know, i am um, still got a period and my tits haven't grown. Please do not be fooled by that. Because when it comes, it will just come. Mm-hmm. It, some people, it comes on suddenly and there's those that doesn't come at all. Mm. There's others, and I can speak from experience, speaking to um, a, a woman down the road. She lost weight through the menopause. She stressed so much about it that she went from 18 stones to 12 stones mm. in a year. Wow. And I thought she was physically ill. And I stopped her and I said, what the hell? You know, are you not well? And she said, no, I turned 50, menopause came. And I dropped the weight. And I stressed because I couldn't understand what it was. I stopped eating a bit of cake, she said. I stopped a bit of this. She's stick thin. I'm not going to lie, I almost envied her. But you know what I mean? That's terrible of me to be like that. I was like, damn, you need to tell me the secret. And she went, I don't know. I don't know how I've been so big all my life. My children I've had are the same size. I get to 50 and I've dropped. And she said she wasn't sleeping, but you know she just it just dropped off, and she was stressing about what the hell was going on. And the weight went. So there's two different. Everyone is different, as you said, Jane. I totally agree with you. It's what I'm saying on this particular program. You need to be mindful of what's going on in your body, and that brings me back to if we're not going to speak to. Okay, I can again. This is me taking off my mask because I. I tend to wear a mask a lot. I try not to tell a lot about myself because I don't I'm very guarded. But for me to have this program and wear a t-shirt and say, stand in your truth, I have to be honest with myself. Because you know, what's what's the point of doing this if I'm not going to? For the first time I turned around and said to this guy that I'm seeing, I kept putting him off. And when I mean put him off, he still kept coming back. I put him off. And for the first time of any form of being together for God knows how long, I now don't want to take, I didn't want to take my clothes off because I've grown a muffin top I and mean, my boobies have just got a bit bigger and I can't figure it out. And I'm on this diet and it's still not working. What's going on? Because I'm not- uh, So, Valerie, who are you? I'm just, let me just give you my, I'm just giving you my side, right? <laughs> this is what happened to me and to where I am now. So all of this is now taking place And one day the the light just turned on in my head and I went, I'm going to just embrace what the hell's going on. I'm just going to embrace it. And he came round and he just looked at me and said, I can't see you, it's like you don't want to see me anymore. And I was not having the conversation with him. I was having the conversation by myself I would then ring my friend and she saying he's nice. And what's going on? You've known three, four years. And da, 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 da. and through lockdown, I'm like, right, you've got to go. I want to end it. I want you to go. I'm being serious. I need you to go. I just don't, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. And it took eight months just recently, because now I'm like, this is this sweat ain't funny. I, I, I've, got, I've got, I looked at 2019. I've got none of this. I've got nothing and I'm hating it. I'm now not liking myself. I'm really hating myself. But this is a conversation I'm having with my girlfriend, not with the guy. It took me till February this year to be honest and turn around and I said, um, he said, I don't understand why I can't see you. And what I said to him is, do you know what? No matter how much I tell you to, excuse my French, piss off, you're still here. No matter how much I don't pick up the phone and I don't call you, I will go months and I'm not calling, weeks and I'm not calling you. What man does that, you know, but he actually kept saying, why is it I have to keep trying to find you? Why am I chasing? And so when he came and I sat down, I went to the other side of the room and I'm, you know, I've still made myself look nice. And he went, wow, your legs are really thick. (laughs) I said, oh, that's COVID. But it wasn't, it's where I've, I've, but what he then said, you look so much better, you look so much shapely, he goes, oh my god, but even though he's telling me that, it wasn't good enough, and all I heard myself was, I could feel myself welling up, he's never seen me show much emotion, to be fair, and for the first time I was able to, I took a deep breath, and I remember lying back on my sofa, and I went, I've purposely been avoiding you because I don't like who I've become. And he went, what? He goes, you're sexy Valerie. And I went, no, you've been calling me that for so long. Sexy Valerie doesn't feel like sexy Valerie. Mm. And I said, I've avoided you purposely. I cannot believe I'm saying this on bloody flipping cyber world. Oh my days. But anyway, um, standing in my truth, I'm going to stand in my truth. And I came clean. I said, I don't know who I, I don't know who I am. I've got brain. I, I, for, all of a sudden, I am having to really put things down, which I've got photographic memory. I can remember things like that. All of a sudden, I'm like, Did I? Uh, did I, really? Um, I'm a bit more short. I'm curt, and he's older than he's younger than me. So uh, to me, I'm thinking, You ain't gonna understand what I'm going through. What would you know? And so I spent that night, took an hour and a bit, rather than him coming and chatting rubbish, I then just poured my heart out. And I just said, I don't feel sexy. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, But I didn't use the word menopause. I said, I just said, my body's changing. Everything about me is changing. And as you know, I am older than you. And really and truly. And he just said, I have a mum, you know, I was like, like that, he just said, I've got a mum, you know, and he said, I said, okay, I said, it's very embarrassing for me to talk about this. And I said as much as I could say, which was, I don't feel sexual. I don't know why I don't feel sexual. It's not like me. You, You know, I said, you know, I can throw this down. And I was trying to give it all the bigger. And I just didn't feel like that anymore. And I'm not even at the, men- the end of the menopause, you know what I mean? I do, I have got my, you know, my periods, but, they- but it's one dry, it's coming to that one last bit mm. and I'm trying to prolong it, <laughs> <laughs> All right? And then I thought, I can't, I need to embrace yeah. where I am, stop thinking I'm young and stop thinking that it's an age thing Stop, just be myself. And when it comes to the full menopause, I am there. At one point, I had friends who thought I was bipolar because I was acting erratic. And I don't, and I don't care if they watch this back because I feel that they're out of order. They watch me go from an emotional wreck, crying. Um, I stopped drinking three years ago, but I was just, cry- I was just emotional. You said boo, I cried. You said that I cried. I cut relationships, I stopped talking to people and I couldn't figure out what it was. Lockdown has allowed me to look at myself as a human being for the first time ever in my life and look at the changes within myself. The things that I cannot change now, but I'm going to embrace because this is where I'm at and I should be grateful for I was able, as embarrassed as I was, to tell a man who was younger than me, I don't feel sexual, in knowing that he could leave me. But I didn't care if he did, because the way I see it is, damn, I'm beautiful. And so if you go, I will find someone who's going to appreciate me because I will tell them this is where I'm at. Mm. And he stayed. He hasn't gone anywhere. So what I'm trying, but I still am suffering with that bit of comfort, lack of confidence. So I'm saying this for everybody else out there, not so much. I'm just giving you my story. Do you, you know what I mean? It's, as I said, It's no point me sitting here asking all these questions and acting like I don't know, when in fact I actually do. So I'm going to stand in my own truth and tell you that it's painful. And I've learned so much from you, Lauren. I've learned copious amount from you um, um uh, sorry jay and from leisha the openness that i have allowed myself to be open where others aren't prepared to do that women need to be a lot more open with yourselves because you're only going to have anxiety you will have a panic attack you will have self-loathing and if you're going to self-loathe yourself you're going to l- l- hate other women who are younger and looking great. Yeah. You're going to meet other women who have lost weight or they're coping better than you. And But you don't know their journey. You have no clue what they're going through. And until we start speaking, we're going to be left in this trough. And I find that the, old, young, the older generation before me don't speak. Majority do not speak. And Lauren, I don't know so much about the white people. Black people don't talk. They hide. They hide. They hide from relationships. They hide from the baby daddies. They hide everything. They're quick to gossip, but when it comes to the affairs of the heart, they do not talk about it because it has been a taboo subject for so long. So this is me talking from my side of the fence. And when you've now got women open enough to come to you, Jennifer, to talk about their, you know, I've got to drive vena- the vagina. Who the hell wants to talk about they've got a dry pom pom? Come on now. Right. Sorry to put it so harshly. Who the hell wants to do that? I wouldn't want people to know that. But unfortunately, that's what's going to happen to you in menopause. Whether you're 28, whether you're 32, whether you've had hysterectomy, whether you've had you know, cancer, mm. this is what happens. So people need to understand you don't get to 40 and 50 thinking it's old. It happens at any time of an operation. Yeah. It could be a defect with your kidney. It could be a defect with your liver. Your oestrogen levels are the things that govern your kidneys, your urine, your bladder. So this is my input after listening into you guys and my experience standing in my truth. So I I am gonna I'm hoping to cover so much more. I'm gonna come to the end and I just want you guys to for the people that have been patiently for we've been here for two hours, would you believe? For oh. patiently, yeah, I know, and we could go on forever. Um, I and I'd still, you know, dietary changes. Um, you guys have got wonderful pages uh, of herbals. Um, there's things like dietary changes that you can imply. I've put it up on the screen. Guys, am I right? Is this something that people should now add into their diet, which is like whole high fiber foods, having avocados, which is good fat, nuts and seeds? Because in there, it says things like nuts and seeds, and there's people who've got diverticulitis because women that go into menopause also and you get older end up with divic- di- which is something that we I don't know if you've come across that mm. I have diverticular and I've had it from my early 40s mm. actually I've had it from my 35 so it's similar to a bit like crohn's so nuts and seeds is something very difficult to pass within my intestines mm. it that sorry
0: oh,
3: on, Lauren. I was just saying with nuts and seeds if you've soaked them there's certain acids and certain nuts and seeds that if you soak them overnight you release those acids and they're usually what causes the digestive disorder so if you do that and there's a phenomenal brand I've just bought a load because I'm about to do the national three peaks challenge I'm taking you it with surely, me. that'd be great yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah that'd be good I will I tell you what, while you guys carry on chatting, I will go and get a pack and I'll show you, but they're great. great because they're flavoured and there's a really good, rich, vibrant source of nuts and seeds in there, but they've been soaked and flavoured so that they're all natural and then you don't get that digestive kickback from them as well. So, okay. yeah. I would want to find some.
1: Yeah, if you you. can find that, that'd be amazing. Jennifer, as I was saying to the people that they, you know, like exercises, they're saying things like, so apart from, you know, you have, you've got this down to a T with Mm. all the herbalists and I will be coming to you. So anybody that wants to find out a bit more, again, from Leisha and from yourself, it's, You have a website, which is you know herbalist in the hood, is to come to you, get a consultation from you, because people don't realise that you can heal yourself from the land. Yes, it doesn't have to be pharmaceutical. One thing I did find online, which was what someone said:
2: Ah, Uh, boundy, boundy, boundless, boundless, boundless. What is that?
3: Nuts and seeds. I got them online.
2: Yeah.
1: And nuts and seeds are they? Are they s- are already crushed?
3: They're not crushed, but they're, they're been soaked. soaked. Sorry, Paul.
2: No, that's just what you were saying, Lauren. They're soaked.
3: Yeah, they've been soaked. Oh, so they okay. release
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, because uh-huh. there's an enzyme in the in the nuts that when you soak them overnight, um, because if, if you make rice and peas, that's why we soak rice and um we soak the peas overnight, because there's an enzyme. When you look at the water, all the water's kind of fizzy looking. You throw off that water and then we make the rice and peas with another set of water but it's there's a certain enzyme in there that it needs to come up after you've soaked
1: it beautiful another tip for anybody else out there who can't absorb nuts and things like that but it's very good for your dietary is someone said it was to get the coffee grinder
2: Mm.
1: and it's you get the pumpkin seed you can also get flaxseed powder because that's what i've got flaxseed powder but they said the Flaxseed powder, linseed, and um, pumpkin seeds are one of the best photo, uh, is it photoestrogen? Hitoestrogen, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the three best photoestrogens that you can use. They're not, if, they're
2: not the three of the best. There's better ones. There's, okay, higher, right. there's higher in I, density ones. Than those. And me. linseed <laughs> and flaxseed is the same thing. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, you see, I, I know flaxseed. And yeah, it's called I, lip I seed it or seeds, either one but it's the same thing and there are herbs that are um more phytoestrogenic than what you've just mentioned um in pump than pumpkin seeds and- i want to
1: write what you guys have because we're coming near to the end just to put in in the, the room all my foods have to be chlorophyll kale green nuts absolutely anything green kale mm. green from the soil nuts She said, I'm addicted and pickled onions. And (laughs) Lisa, you're nuts. (laughs) She goes, pickled onions (laughs) and exercise. But before we get to the end, I would like to put into the chat room um, for anybody who would like to reach out to to Jennifer and to Lauren, um, I think, I'm hoping I can copy this. Let me see if I can. Jennifer, can you just give me the link? Can you type it in the thingy room, in the private chat room? I'm about to put it into the messenger.
2: What's that, my my website?
1: Yeah, so I've I've got it, but I'm gonna put it in. So I put in here, folks, I'm hoping it, uh, let's see if it would allow me. I've put in the chat room, for anyone that wants to know more, Oh, here we go so jennifer is www.herbalist in the hood i'm trying to put it in the chat room folks hope you can get it yes spirulina is another food that is very good to put in your diet um for anyone with you know that's had weight loss women of certain stage as well so i'm gonna chuck all of this in do you know what we've had so many people right okay it's saying right okay so many people have written in this would you believe it? it's unbelievable let me see if i can bring it up here at the side um won't even let me we've had to, oh here we go hopefully i can get it in but look i'm gonna put it at the end of here i think i should be able to type back into the room hello miss walters uh there's a betty walters listening from canada that's my um, sister oh hello betty hey, sis. that's my sister so um, but we're coming to the end of all of this and we've we've touched, here we got, you know, we've talked about the low oestrogen, the painful sex, you know, lack of vaginal um, lubrication, the hot flushes, the breast tenderness. These are the things that you really need to look out for. Trouble concentration. You, it can lead to depression. That is one thing. Um, these are the dietary changes. One thing I want to mention also that I was told is quite good for... Uh, the menopause is intermittent fasting. Can you guys shed just a little slight light on that? Do you agree? Because I can see Lauren shaking her head. Why? Please tell me. There's two schools of thought on this. So because your
3: estrogen receptor sites need to be filled up every kind of four to six hours to keep things in balance, then if you go for 14, 16 hours without eating, you're throwing that out of whack plus your putting your blood sugar out of whack as well. And that can have a knock on effect. However, when I've done cleanses with my clients, there are some women who benefit from doing intermittent fasting and it works for them. So this goes back to making sure that you personalize your solution because for some women, they will absolutely thrive by having their evening meal at six o'clock or seven o'clock and then not having anything again until midday the next day and they absolutely thrive on that and it works like yep. yourself some women thrive in keto but for many women they need the carbohydrate in their diet because of other factors so i kind of shake my head because logically based on my nutritional training we shouldn't allow our blood sugar to dip that much however yep the practicalities are the fact that for some and actually for my i didn't even when i first started this debate and i know you're trying to wrap up here
1: no no no. I, just take your time just go yeah i was like
3: oh no i can't do intermittent fasting do you know what i don't eat after six o'clock at night i mean i'm sitting here with bottles and bottles of water right but yeah. i don't eat after In five pain. six o'clock at night and some days if I'm up and training, it will be 10, 11 o'clock before I have something to eat, because that's when my body wants the food. Okay. So actually using my own body as a as an experimental chamber, if you like, that's just that's just at this moment in time, that's what's working for me. It would not have worked for me while I was going through menopause. I was eating like a fiend. I mean, I was like a stone lighter than I am now, and I'm not heavy. You know but i was super fit and i could eat as much as i wanted to yeah but i was burning it off through my when i'm stressed and when i'm training i just burn it off yeah i'm content and i'm happy and i've filled out and i'm i'm the way i'm meant to be right now i'm the shape i'm meant to be um would i choose it mm, not necessarily <laughs> but you know i've got it and i'm yeah. at peace with that now it's taken time Um, So I think that it is just about individualising the right, helping women to identify and that's, I'm less focused on what people eat, I'm more focused on when and how people eat. Okay. how you eat is really super important as well as what you eat.
1: So people need more of what they're eating and understanding the intermittent fasting. Does it work for you? Is it the right thing that works for your body? You know, because it, it's not everyone. And you need to understand if you're ecto or is it ecto? Endo, yeah, there's different body shapes for it. Okay. Uh, so before, I, again, um I've already put into the chat room. Uh, Jay is www.herbalistinthehood.co.uk. Mm-hmm. And Lauren is womenofcertainstage.com. So for everyone that joined the show today, everything that we've spoken about is on these sites. Now, one question is Miss Sugar has been asking all night, and she's been quite vocal, to be fair. So, do you think that not having sex brings on menopause? No. Can anyone shed light on that, no. please?
2: No. No. Listen, menopause will happen to every single female at a certain point in their life. Menopause will happen to every woman, but not every woman will um, have menopausal symptoms So, and sex really hasn't got anything to really do with menopause because even after menopause you can still have sex but your Thank diet you. is paramount to um, keeping the smooth muscle, the mucusal the, 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 the lining inside the body wet not dry not drying out not your ligaments getting dry ligaments and and your tendons and all of those they're all related to the liver so if you've got a weak weak tendons a weak bladder things like that all tendons in in TCM which is uh, traditional Chinese medicine is related to the liver hot (laughs) flushes is the liver the kidneys the spleen those need to be sorted out the heart gets hot and the liver gets hot because it's congested and it's stagnant, it can't move, it can't do what it has to do, it gives off heat, heart starts to give off heat. Um, all of those organs that control temperature when they're getting hot, you need the kidneys, which is water in Chinese medicine, it's related to water, to cool all of that down. But because the kidneys aren't working, the liver's blocked up and, and congested, all of that stuff is not working. There's no um, digestive fire So all of these things come into play. That's why you need to know what your diet's like, what's going on um, with what you eat, what you drink, everything has a play because these symptoms have been there and a lot of them have been hidden by um, our periods because when you come to this side of life, the oestrogen is still there in small amounts in the adrenal glands, but because the adrenal glands they're, they're they're exhausted aren't they? They, they they keep constantly pumping out cortisol to deal with the stress so there's not enough estrogen to keep us ticking over into menopause where we can have a fantastic time so we have to do something about our adrenals we have to take adrenal herbs kidney herbs liver herbs heart herbs and what the herbs do they just put the body back in balance yep. and then they and then they're gone the herbs don't make you their slave like um some of these, um, you know, medicines, herbs yeah. just want to do their job. They're, them and the body, they've had a relationship for eons of times. Herbs knows the body, the body knows herbs. Once it goes in, does its job, then that's it. As long as you don't go back into the same eating of the same types of foodstuffs, because they're not food, they're foodstuffs, then you shouldn't really get a repeat of those um, conditions. Yeah. So there's a lot of learning that needs, there's a lot of learning that needs to be unlearned. Yeah. And there's a lot of food that people need to know what food, because I've got ladies on my cleanses and after three days they want to eat carbs and they want to, it's only a short period of time that they need to cleanse. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and they're having a hard time doing it. So I have to be there to kind of encourage them and keep them on board only seven days just to, because some of the times you've got to clear stuff out so the herbs can do their job.
1: Can I just say, because Miss Sugar keeps going on about the sex, I don't know if you've not read that. Before we go, she so says, "I believe not, not, not having sex tells the brain nothing is going on." Not necessarily. I, I, I as she says, everyone is different. But you're right. Do your own research, uh, Miss mm. Sugar. Absolutely, do your own. I don't own know what she means. Next. I believe uh, not having saying that. You know that I believe not having sex tell it tells the brain nothing is going on, and not- you know, and we are done and I'm going to do my own research, everyone is different. So I think what I'm getting from that is that, you know, because she's, she's mentioned sex a few times. Yeah. I know she's had five children from what she's saying. Yeah. So if, if sex, if you're not being, like, I think she's also mentioned she's not had sex for three years. So right. I think that's something that you may need to, unless she's are messing about, I think that's something that you're just going to have to have that, that conversation with your partner. And if yeah. you're not feeling like sexual, you're either not feeling your partner and you need to let him go, or there's something that you're not addressing within yourself, why you're not feeling sexual. But sex you know? starts
2: in the brain. It
1: does. Sex is, so it's, it's, yeah. it's,
2: it's a mental thing first, because yes, any one of us can start thinking sexual thoughts and turn ourselves on. It's all yeah. up in the head.
1: Yeah. And then it the comes point. into yeah. the body. That's it. So mm-hmm. hopefully you get that, Miss Sugar. I believe not having sex tells the brain that nothing is going on yeah no. you know, you know, you know it, it doesn't it's no you have I, don't to agree. Your brain. I get I get you yeah I, I think there's a lot more going on there but um. and I love every comment that you've made in there today Miss Sugar every single one so and I love your participation participation ladies can I just say um, it has been fruitful totally fruitful and I can't put hearts up, so I'm going to throw a lot of hearts up for myself to you guys, hearts nerds. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, I'm just being open to all angles. You're absolutely right, and that's what we love hearing from you. Doesn't mean that what you're saying is wrong, Miss Sugar. We, I like what you're putting out there because it's food for thought. And I hope that we've answered, or that the, the experts in the room has answered everything for you today. Please remember this, folks. As I said, we've already talked about this. If you don't understand, research and reach out. you have got two lovely ladies here. Yes, there's a copious amount of women. There's copious amount of videos on YouTube that you can listen to. Sometimes there are people who might give you conflicting information. Just do what listen to what you feel is right. I think if you listen to four people and the four people are saying the same thing, then the four people are right. But if people are saying one here and the other way, then keep looking. But the main thing is, be in tune with yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: Be in tune with yourself and try, yeah, I'm 52, love the info. For you. Thank you, Miss Sugar, and we love all the things that you're saying yourself. Herbs, plant-based, vegan-based. In, you know, it doesn't have to be vegan, but it is plant-based. Oestrogen, low oestrogen can start at any time. I'm going to say this over and over and over again. The Mm -hmm. next subject I will be covering on this is male menopause. Mm -hmm. So I need the men to understand that. You need to understand, talk to your women. If you think that they're just throwing their toys out the window, thanks Tash, i have put it in there. Thank you for putting it again. Mummy T, hello, my lovely. Blessings as always, my Empress. Thank you to everyone that's tuned in and anyone on the replay that listens back to this again we hope that these ladies imparted knowledge and you'll enjoy the conversation that we had we all stood in our truth everybody has talked about their own personal experience yes we could sit here and talk all day long because i am a conversationalist <laughs> But um, the main thing is Let's do this again. Let's do the men. If you guys are up on the men, I would love to do this. Let's mm. throw that in the mix. What day is it today? Today's the 20th of May. Let's go three weeks from now. Let's come back and let's do male menopause. Mm. And we'll make sure we bring Andropause. A man
3: in. Andropause. Yeah,
1: andropause. Let's get the male men in so that women can see from the male perspective yeah. how they deal with it. Please be open if you're if you're single and you feel that you know life is going to pass you by and you can't if you love yourself first put all the good things in when you do go out there and decide to date again that man will be receptive to you Mm. i would tell you this he, he will be and if he's not he ain't supposed to be with you he's not ready for you he's not grown he's not understand but make him understand if he leaves you leave him impart him with knowledge to take on somebody else and understand, it is our job to make sure that the women of the next generation don't fall to by the sideways like some of us had. And on that note, I want to say good night to you, Lauren. See, I'm hoping that you're going to be free in three weeks' time. And good night to you, my wonderful day. I hope you're going to be free in three weeks' time. Leisha was in the room, but I know she had to jump off again. But Andropause. Andropause. Androp- 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 Andropause and we're gonna get a male guy in the mix. Please three weeks from now. Yeah. that's the aim. We're gonna do three weeks from now, roughly around the 17th or the 18th of June. Be right right here to talk Amazing. about, yet yeah, to talk about male menopause. Uh, ladies, good night. God bless you. I'm gonna say good night to you and I'm gonna put you in the green room and quickly say bye to everybody and I'll come back to you. Please don't go. Here we okay. go. Please say, put some hearts up in the room for these wonderful, wonderful ladies. Hi. Any information you want to know, please drop me. Go on to standinginmytruth.co.uk and there's a, a, a box that you can write in and say, I need more info. These ladies are well renowned in their field and I am honoured to have had them today. Good night, good night, good night. Whew. Do you know what? That was the longest, longest show I've ever done. But it was worth it. I don't even know if YouTube has still even got it because it is that long. Um, It has been, I didn't even cover half of the subjects I wanted to cover. But the main thing was menopause is at any time. You don't have to have children. Maybe you don't have children. Um, I'm still putting up the great ladies. Yes, thank you, thank you. I am bowing to everybody that offered opinions in the chat room. Um, it, these these shows cannot work without you people and your participation. The wonderful people that come on to impart their knowledge. These are women that are around, renowned around the you know in the you know in the UK and some around the world, and they've taken their time to come for free to impart knowledge and for me I am grateful for that end of the show thank you so much we'll see you back here I mean I'm back here next week talking about autism and the week after I'll be talking about lupus and sickle cell yes we are covering the next subject which is lupus and sickle cell on the 3rd of June uh, hopefully next week we will be doing part two of living with autism where we will be having the lovely maxine winter who is actually you know lives with autism and she's going to come and talk to you about living with autism i have a 14 year old that's going to be joining me talking look at me sweating uh living with autism but the only thing i want to say to you is stand in your truth and love yourself and don't feel suicidal let me wipe the sweat. I'm getting there. Can you believe it? Good night, everybody. God bless.